What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Leads, your healthy dose of leadership. I am your host, TJ Reed, and I got to tell you, I am overwhelmed by the show of support for those of you that uh, have told me that you're excited that Vitamin Lead is back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, just looking at the statistics from the last day, over 130 of you uh, listened to an episode uh, as part of Vitamin Lead in just the last day. So thank you for that. I'm so excited. Um, today is episode 168. Um, if you look at our episode numbers, you might be a little bit confused, but as I went back and looked at all the episodes we recorded, not just those we listed as episodes, that's the one we're at. So just a bit of housekeeping there. We're going to start with episode 168 as we're starting back out here today. Uh, and I am so excited to share with you kind of the first of a series that we're talking about, about post pandemic. And today we're talking about the idea of people over process. And I think that this is one of those things that just became so clear to so many of us as we had to pivot in 2020. Can we just take a moment and really appreciate the way that people, us, that we shifted and pivoted in 2020? We went from 20% of workers that worked from home to over 71% of the workforce working from home. I remember when I started a new job in April and on my breaks and during lunchtime, I would tag out my wife from caring for our three-year-old daughter and try to do a homeschool type of lesson or play with her outside or whatever I could do. Then at night, I'd work on any outstanding training work that I needed to get done. And my wife and I would come up with worksheets for our daughter to do the next day. And man, I think that many leaders would agree that we and our people were extraordinary in the last year. And so as we look ahead and as many people are kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and really already probably living in some of that, as many people return to offices or to more regular looking routines, I just want to challenge us not to lose our care for the people over the process. Here's what I mean by that. I really looked at kind of three ways that we can do that as leaders um, in the work that we do. And so the first one is to encourage self-care. Encourage self-care. One of the things that I've said to my friends many times over the last year um, is that our collective grief is not going to go away. And if we all just jump back into normalcy without really taking some time to process what happened to us, for us, in us, around us, with us, all of that sort of stuff, it's going to come sputtering out in unpredictable ways. And so it's important to realize that in the next year, in the next decade, for many, for many of us, probably throughout a lot of our lifetime, we're going to be grieving what has happened over the last 15 to 18 months. 
Some people will put on a tough face and become more rigid and harsh. Some people will go through sadness, anxiety, grief, those sorts of things. But it's going, it's going to need to be processed. And so my encouragement to you, especially as we go back to quote unquote normal, is to encourage self-care. Simple ways that you as a leader can do this is by encouraging breaks. Maybe give an extra break as a leader. Lunch breaks, obviously. Uh, encourage people to take vacation. If you can give additional vacation this next year especially, that could help to, to really keep workers that have the potential to burn out in the next year. Obviously, mental health accommodations. I myself, like I've, I've gone through a time of anxiety in the last year that I had not experienced before. And uh, the ability to talk to mental health professionals and to find somebody to really process that with has been invaluable uh, for this time for me. And I would imagine we just need more and more of those people this next year. And so the first thing you can do as we uh, put people over process is to encourage self-care. And I know that so many of you are doing that. And so kudos to you. That's one of the best things that you can do. Um, the second thing is to encourage self-efficacy. What does that mean? Uh, it means giving people power over themselves to the best of your ability. And so here's what that could look like. If, if you're able to give them some say over their schedule and work with them on accommodating that. I read about a company that really, as they headed back to the office, gave people more of a say over coming in a little bit later so that they missed some of that rush hour traffic and so that it, uh, they were able to be more productive in the work that they were doing and that they wouldn't miss that time at home or with their families or things like that. And so giving them some say over their schedule, looking at work from home possibilities. I know there's a variety of thoughts on that and I want to unpack those in a future episode here in the next few weeks, but work from home possibilities and what that could look like for them. And then if you can include them in the decision-making, you should include them in the decision-making. They have done a miraculous thing over the last year and kept this business booming and moving uh, in one of the craziest times that any of us has has, has gone through. And so including them in decision-making through surveys, through one-on-one -on -one conversations, through showing them that you actually value their feedback, point to things that they've said and how you've implemented them in the workplace. That's a way to encourage self-efficacy. And then the last thing I would say uh, is encourage self-improvement. That let this be a time where we can actually build new habits, new ways of looking at our work and new ways of looking at ourselves as workers and potential leaders in the organization. Um, in an age of worker shortages and people ready to put in their resignation this year because they're looking for the next thing or the thing that's more fulfilling um, or just flagging enthusiasm as they come back to the office, have a plan for people to advance in your company uh, purposefully for both those that are in the office and those that might be working from home. Not just an extra day here, a vacation or something like that, but giving them a purposeful reason to continue on with this company and to recognize their contributions to what they're doing. Because it's that old principle, right? What gets rewarded gets repeated. And so encouraging self-improvement, reward those that are taking steps towards self-improvement and help them to see a future with your company. That's 
that's one of the greatest ways that you can invest in your company. And for the most part, not, not foolproof, but um, it's one of the best ways you can ensure that you keep top talent uh, engaged with the work and wanting to move forward with your company. So encourage self-care, taking those breaks, mental health accommodations, vacation, all of that sort of stuff to deal with the grief that's coming in. Encourage self-care, encourage self-efficacy, give them a say over the decisions that are going to affect their working life and work with them on that and value their feedback and implement it. And then three, encourage self-improvement. What gets rewarded gets repeated. So find ways to reward those that are looking to improve and grow in the organization at this time. I love this quote from Oprah Winfrey that I read this last year. It says, challenges are gifts that force us to search for a new center of gravity. Don't fight them. Just find a different way to stand. Doesn't that sum up what we have to do as leaders in this new world that we're a part of now? Challenges are gifts that force us to search for a new center of gravity. Don't fight them. Just find a different way to stand. Leaders, let me challenge you to find a different way to stand when it comes to your people over your processes. And I guarantee you that you will see gains and successes and happier workers in this next year. Thanks for listening today. Until next time, stay healthy leaders. We'll talk with you soon.